we're going to talk about fear. I'm trying to think of the acronym everybody says. False evidence appearing real. Is that what it was? When I went to Weber State University, I took a psychology class, not by choice, but it was one of the core classes you had to take. Um, I ended up loving that class. I actually wanted to become a psychiatrist because of it. Like I wanted to be a shrink. I really did. I, sometimes I still think about it <laughs> because I seem to attract people that want to tell me their problems and I love helping people with their problems. Um, it always feels like a win to me. I don't know when I see somebody like overcome something or whatever. And it was because I helped them. Like, I'm like, yes, like we won, right? Cockholting. Anyway, but um, I learned a lot about, you know, emo emotions and the human mind, you know, things like that. And so fear is depending on who you learn from. But um, my professor taught us that fear was a secondary emotion like anger. So fear, so secondary emotions are react, reactions to a different emotion that you have, like a, a, like a primary emotion, okay? So the primary emotion for fear is actually anxiety. So my son Zion, when he was around three, um, he had anemophobia. Sorry, I just drank water. Um, anyway, he had anemophobia. I don't know if you know, um, that's wind. Like how there's hydro, that's water. Pyro is fire. Geo is, is um, like earth. So anemo, um, phobia is, is like a phobia of the wind. And we didn't find this out until he was around, I want to say it was like two years old. So um, we're driving Kamei and I, with, you know, all the kids in the car. And Zion's in the, the, okay. So at this time, we had what we called the beast. It was, um, what the fuck is that car called? Not a, a Yukon, a Yukon Denali. So the, the team get three rows, right? It's like where the drivers sit and then get one row and then get one row behind that. Yeah. So my older two kids would sit in the, in the backpack. Because more easier when you have toddlers, like, to have the car seats in the front. You just make those fuckers just go climb in the back. But anyway, so Zion was in his car seat. And he had one of them big, bulky kind of, like, reclines. Just one by they fall asleep. And then they're not falling forward the head, yeah. And then get the stuff on the side. So the thing, like, catch their head if they fall asleep on the side too, right? And then, they, you know, buckle in the, on the chest part and at the crotch area. That kind. So... He's in this big bulky ass chair. The thing is buckled into the chair as well. He's buckled into the thing, you know, all this kind of stuff. So anyway, um, we rolled out the windows and he starts having this weird ass fucking anxiety attack. Just screaming, like screaming at the top of his lungs. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck is going on with this kid? You know, I'm like, what the hell? So I look at him and I'm like, what the hell? What's going on? Hey, no cry. And, you know, Layla's over there trying to mother him and shit. Like, hey, no cry. And he's just like, nah! 
like, you know, they're like screaming like the weirdest way. And I still can hear it in my head, you know, and I'm like, what the fuck? That was, that's not my kid. So <laughs> we roll up the windows, you know, obviously it's the wind, right? So we roll up the windows, turn on the AC. And I, we know back then we never really like using the AC because, you know, we was kind of poor. We was living paycheck to paycheck at that time. Yeah. And like we used to live in these really, really, really nice apartments. And we paid a lot of money for that because to me, like I, I'm not trying to live in the ghetto again. Um, <laughs> even though really cheap, but I fucking hated my life there. But anyway, so, you know, we paid a lot for these apartments. We call, we call it the nice apartments. When we, when we talk about the ghetto apartments, whatever we talk amongst each, each other, like, oh, remember that time in the old apartments? That's the ghetto apartments. So anyways, we was living in the nice apartments and we, we barely had enough to like, just live like buy food, all that kind of stuff. And I was too proud to go on food stamps. So anyway, um, what was I say? Oh yeah. Yeah. So we put on the AC, which I never really liked, but you know, he's flipping the fuck out. So we get to the, we, we get to the place we're going or whatever. And then, you know, I'm unbuckling him and I'm trying to talk to him. I'm like, Hey, what happened? You know, are you okay? And then, you know, my son Zion, even to this day, he has, um, a weird way of speaking. Like I always like, it's like a baby, like the way he talks. I don't know to me. I I, I don't know about to anybody else. I, I never cared enough to ask. But even my father will, will call him mumbles. You know, he he, <laughs> he calls him mumbles. So, because so, I don't know. He just has this thing. I don't know. I don't know if he get big chocho lip and it's just hard for him to like move his lips to say things. But he like just talks in a weird way. But anyway, like a baby. I don't know how else to say it. He hates when I say that. But I'm like, it's because you're my baby. It's okay. You're so cute. You know, whatever. Anyway, yeah, I talk like that to my 10-year-old sometimes. And sometimes I say, hey, you fucker. You better go give that damn dog food, you know? So, I mean, I'm not like that. I'm not like one of them moms that, like, always baby my kids. Anyway, anyway, whatever. So, um, I'm talking to him, you know, and he usually, like, like I said, he's always had this mumble thing. But, you know, he was a baby at that time, right? So, it was, like, kind of, well, you know, he's three years old. So, talking, talking, you know, and, and I'm asking him about that. And then he's so fucking clear as day, okay? He told me, Mom. I was scared because, oh, I can get emotional. <laughs> it's so, it was a crazy moment. And, and Kabiti was there too, you know, so he was on the other side getting out Kingston so, you know, he can hear. He said, Mom, I died in a tornado with my sister in a pickup truck. I said, Oh, yeah? Where? He said, Kansas. Bitch said, Kansas. I said, What the fuck? <laughs> Even Kabiti was looking at me like, what and it was so clear like when he said it like someone else was talking to my kid i was like what like i don't weird so anyway i'm convinced that his soul right that was obviously a past life carried on that trauma into this life and there were, you know, we all have these karmic contracts, yeah? So whether they're big or small, like that was kind of like, you know, maybe a small one for him. Maybe a bigger one for another person might be like, you know, a relationship, a marriage. You know, that's a, some kind of karmic contract that they need to resolve. So, you know, apparently we were, were the parents that are going to help him to solve that karmic contract of his fear of wind, Right? Guess what? Your girl went to college, learned about phobias in psychology. And so I was like, we're going to have to do exposure therapy on this kid, you know? So <laughs> he's like, 
what? Because, you know, I'm talking to them in the store. You know, we're grocery shopping with our 50 fucking dollars for six people. Um, and I'm like, we have to do exposure therapy on him. And he's like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, we have to roll down the windows. Like, his window. And I have to talk him through it, you know? So he's like, bro, this sounds like a fucking disaster. And like, bro, it could be. So anyway, we're going home. Roll down his windows. <laughs> Bruh, that was freaking out. And so, you know, and I'm talking to him, you know, I'm like, okay, it's fine. You're safe. You're, you're buckled in. There is no tornado. You live in Utah now. Like there's no tornado here. You're safe. It's just the wind from driving. Cause we're driving, you know, trying to explain to him. And he's just like, I'm going to die. Like, can you imagine a three-year-old screaming at the top of his lung, having an anxiety attack, saying he's going to fucking die. I'm like, oh my goodness trauma queen but you know i get it it's it's just this trauma shit that he went through or whatever so i'm helping him through this phobia and we get home he's just you know like the huffing and puffing look and talk kind you know like <laughs> boogers hanabadas right all over in his mouth everywhere oh my god so he calms down finally right we put away our little bit of groceries that we could buy which is basically probably peanut butter jelly simon um <laughs> anyway so then uh, I, I really don't know why I'm laughing about that. It was not funny. Um, <laughs> so he calms down, right? So I talking to him. I said, see, you lived. You're fine. You know, you didn't fly away. You're not dead. You're okay. And he was like, you're right, mom. You know, and all this kind of stuff. So even fast forward to this day, like he is a little bit of uh, afraid of wind. And it, oh, so crazy. We just talked about this yesterday. Because, um, I don't know if you saw my story, my, both of my kids had, had football practice. Yeah. And so, um, I was at practice with Zion and then after we had to go meet up with committee, but at practice was super, super windy yesterday. And I was watching him cause I was like, huh, I wonder if he's going to freak out over this wind, you know? And so, but he was fine. He looked fine. So I was like, bro, I'm over the wind, you know? So I'm going to go in the car. So I went inside, well, the truck. So I went inside my truck. And I was sitting in there, my truck, my pickup truck. No, I'm just kidding. It was not a pickup truck. It's a, it's a F-150. But anyway, so I'm sitting in the truck, you know, waiting for him. And then he comes to the car and I was asking him like, oh, were you scared of the wind? And he was like, a little, but, you know, I was, I was focused on, you know, practice and stuff like learning all the different positions and all the stuff. So, you know, I know it didn't really like bother him. Like he has overcome that, that phobia. And it's probably due to that time, that one time of of exposure, yeah? No, take my words out of context, but I swear it's going to apply to what I'm going to talk about next. You ever heard the saying, you take care of the Aina, the Aina going to take care of you. As above, so below, as within, so without. You take care of your body, your body will take care of you. You know, we have this thing in our body called an immune system. And that thing has one job. One job. Do you know what that job is? Anything that is deemed as invasive to our body gets lickings. That's what it does. It protects us. From outside invaders, bacteria, fungi, toxins, viruses. So if you are feeding your body McDonald's, you still smoke sugar in 2021, 
You eat all these Franken foods. <laughs> you know what your immune system is more like? He's going to act more like a 19-year-old that no like you on job. You say, hey, your body telling the immune system, hey, get all these guys, these invaders. They try to come in my house. And you know what he's going to say? Oh, I stay on TikTok. Oh, right after this round, I stay on Call of Duty. Oh, fuck Call of Duty, right? <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Oh, I'm busy right now. You take care of your, your body. You work out every day. Personal development, meditation, whatever, right? I pono, eat whole foods. When your body tells your immune system that there's invaders, he's going to act like a kickboxer from white and I. And you can tell these guys, hey, you guys better fucking beat it before I lick all you fuckers. That's what's going to happen. Remember when um, they was transporting all of those like parts for the wind turbine? I want to say it was coming from Kalailoa side. It was going to Kuku or something. Whatever the fucking thing was. Anyway, my girlfriend Mamo, yeah, she live she live Hilo, and something in like deep in her now was telling her, I got I gotta go over there. I gotta show up over there. I want to be on the front line. And somehow she came up with the money and she would fucking make them happen. And I know she was on that airplane feeling super, super, super scared. Right? Fear. And that's okay. Right? Feeling fearful is okay. But she was she was ready for show up. And I don't know if you guys know. But our girl mama, she is thick. Like with with two C's. Okay, maybe five C's. And she was like, bah, can I bring your chucks to here? Okay. You and all your homeboys, you guys going to have to lift me up because then I'm moving. And, I mean, I just, <laughs> I look up to her so much, bruh. She is a true leader. Like the queen. Did you know that the queen had to deal with the epidemic? Yep, back in the eight, late 1800s, smallpox, Honolulu. I don't know how many people in die. Maybe like 300, 400 people in die. Sad. And I know that probably would freak her out too. But you know what? She didn't stay over there on the island. She never said, oh, somebody fly me to the continent or whatever, right? She didn't stay there. And she said, okay, we're going to quarantine all the people that are sick. Nobody is coming in or out. Right? She didn't handle her the kind. And that's how you do it. Feel the fear. Handle your shit. I love that interlude. It just says bows. Anyway. So the reason why I'm talking about all of this is, you know, this is why I got to fucking unfollow everybody from moderate already, okay? So I was on there because I wanted to make a post this morning. I seen that some of you post on live and I was like, oh, I should go listen or go watch them. And I did. This is a prominent leader in our community. And I was very concerned after watching it. Okay. Now, this is not to I don't know what's all these terms like gaslight and fucking invalidate and all this shit. 
I'm not trying to roast nobody, okay? I have a lot of respect for this person. But they were expressing how fearful they were all the time. Everywhere I go, I fearful. I scared of this. I scared it out, right? And they felt, they feel like this threat is going to kill our people, all our people. And that things are never going to, you know, be the same again or whatever. <laughs> all this doom and gloom. And here's the thing, Kako. Like sometimes the lighthouse needs to go down for maintenance, okay? You get what I'm saying? The lighthouse cannot always shine the, the way for the, for the boats, for the ships, whatever. And I feel like this particular lighthouse needs to go into maintenance mode. Like, malama yourself now. And it's not to say that she did anything wrong by sharing all of this. I, I think it's so courageous of her to be able to be so open and authentic like that. It's beautiful. Okay, but that signifies that it's time for her to lick her wounds in a sense. Yeah? She's been fighting and fighting for all of us and the Aina and all. It's like, girl, time to rest. Time to malama yourself, right? And that's okay. Because what's going to happen is another leader will show up. I don't know who's that. Fuck, I hope it's not me because I don't like. And this is why I'm not talking about this anywhere else but here. You will not see me talking about this on Mother Earth. You will not even see me. I'm, I'm probably not going to say shit really much anywhere else to promote this episode. I wouldn't talk about him small kind on my, my story, but that's it. Like, I don't want to be the guy. Sorry. I just don't. I, I just don't have the, the fucking emotional, uh, mental the kind to just to handle this right now like and i can but here's the thing Kako. like when you're constantly in that state of fear all the time you're in survival mode okay and when you're in survival mode you know what happens when you're in survival mode your body does some fucking gnarly shit okay what happens is it shuts down your digestive system and a lot of blood goes to your muscles because it it's like your body is prepping for this threat to be able to run from it, to be able to, you know, jump and climb or whatever. And you don't need your digestive system um, if you're you're going to fight, right? Or if you're running for something from something, right? And so when your body is constantly in this survival mode and in fearful mode, it is taxing as fuck. It can create PTSD in the body, whatever or whatever your mind, whatever you like to say. That's post-traumatic stress disorder, um, depression, like clinical depression, like all kind. It's not good for us. Okay, I know. I know. I'm fucking scientist, but this is what I remember. I'm sure I'm sure there's more I, I it's not coming to me. Sorry, not happening. I'm not listing off a whole bunch of shit. Like you can go look it up. But here's the thing, guys. It's not good. <laughs> it's just not good. Okay. And when that happens, I remember that there is this type of conditioning that happens, which is called Pavlovian. So Pavlovian um, conditioning happens, not happens, sorry. 
Pavlonian conditioning means sorry I know I never planned for talk about this case so I might be wrong um you can go fact check them but it it's what hap- what happens is when there is a little trigger that sparks um almost like your memory of something that happened where the outcome was fucked up yep see I'm telling you this is this might not be correct <laughs> I'm trying to give you the general idea. What it does is it puts that person into um, that fear mode, right? But the problem is they generalize that fear, okay? So it might be a fear that's not really threatening to them. But here's where I'm getting to. This is real convoluted, and I want to make sure I explain this right. But I'm doubting myself, but we just going around with them, okay? Like I said, I'm not, I'm not a fucking professional anything. I'm a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> and I went to school smokai. But from, this is what I gathered and how my brain is understanding this, okay? Now, because we're all Kanaka, if you're listening to this, you're probably in Kanaka. Um, in our DNA... Okay, our ancestors, they passed down their DNA to us. And in a sense, it has a memory, yeah? And so we carry those things too, right? That's how generational traumas get passed down through generations and generations. And, you know, they went through smallpox. They went through all that kind of stuff, right? And we have that memory in there. So when... There's these little triggers like this, this threat that's happening. It, it cues that up. Oh my God, everybody's going to die, right? A lot of people died from smallpox. But honestly, in my opinion, this ain't going to wipe us out, Kako. I, I shouldn't, I'm not, I'm not mocking nobody. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I'm just saying that's silly, it's silly to think that way. I know, I know people are dying. Do you know that um, this is the first, I don't know how to state this. Um, we have a family friend who is close to my mother-in-law, them, who actually died from it. She's the first person that I know who got it and died, okay? I'm blessed to to be able to say that. Only one person I know. But she had underlying health issues, choke, okay? And when I say what I'm about to say, I am not trying to be insensitive to anybody. But survival of the fittest kako it's like i was talking about with your immune system it has one job and you also have one job to take care of your body she she did not take care of her body she was obese she was a smoker a drinker she ate very poorly okay this does not make her a bad person but my point is 
her immune system was the lazy 19-year-old that didn't want a job, okay? And it's their choices. So, make better choices. This is not a ploy to get you to fucking do beach by. I don't care what you guys do. Do free yoga fucking the kind on YouTube. Make your own fucking smoothies with fruit and chia seeds and whatever the fuck else you like putting stragglers and all kinds of stuffs. You don't have to get nothing from me, okay? So this is not that me talking on here is never to um influence people to do what I want them to do. This is just me like sharing my fucking brain with you. That's it. If I was really trying to convince people to do what I wanted them to do, I would probably be more organized about it and make it sound more professional. But I just don't have the time for that. But anyway, the, the, I, I don't get anything from this. I just like doing this. It's almost like therapy for me. Free. Free kind. Anyway, but please don't take my words and turn it into something else. Because I am not bad-mouthing anybody. I understand free will. And it sucks when it bad things happen to people in our lives that we give a shit about. But here's the facts. She didn't take care of herself anyway. Okay? And in my opinion, that's those are the people that need to worry. Okay? Such a fucking sensitive talk. I hate talking about this. You know how much I fucking hate talking about And look at me. I'm talking about this all because I was on my fucking account. And I watched that live. And I was like, bruh. We need to talk about this. I don't want to have to talk about this ever fucking again. I really don't. But I don't want people living in fear all the fucking time. And thinking that's okay. Because it's not okay. That is. It's not okay. You know, watch this. The power of the fucking mind, okay? So trippy. I mean, I'm sure there's other factors that come into play with this. My friend Leo Mana, he was posting on his story and he was talking about... If you guys don't know, he's the Hawaiian astrophysicist. Um, Leo Mana. Oh, what is his name on there? I don't remember his... Just put Leo Mana. He'll, co- he'll come up. Um, I think he has a red shirt in his abbey. But he was talking about how, like, you know, his loved ones caught the kind. You know what you're talking about. And he was like, yeah, and I was around them a lot, you know, so I'm going to get me one test and I'm going to see. Whatever. That night he got the test. You know, he bought it from the store or whatever. And he went home. And then the next morning he was out doing his Leomana shit, running with his dog outside. No leash. I love that. And he was talking like, you know, I feel fine, you know, even though I was around all these people and they would get tested and they're positive, um, you know, but I feel fine. I'm out here running, you know, da, 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 right? just doing his thing. He looked great. Then he took the test and it came back positive. And when he made that video on his story talking about his test results, he looked sick, swollen eyes. I could tell he was worried. 
He sounded sick. I swear he didn't cough or clear his throat. I was like, oh, shit. And then he was talking about how he no can taste, he no can smell his food. Like, you know, like, I was like, wow, shit. I was like, brother, you need to get you some sea moss. Like, do I have to go buy it for you? Because I fucking will, bro. And I'll tell you how to make the gel. And then um, I didn't hear from him, you know, on his story after that. The next morning or the next day, which was yesterday, I hit him up and I was like, bruh, you okay or what? Like, you know, because he didn't post. Now, this guy is healthy. Okay. That's why I'm saying there might be other factors. But this is how strong your mind is. Do you see that? So he got scared. And then boom, now he has symptoms. You know, like just all of a sudden, right? When I hit him up the next morning... He told me, oh, sis, my phone went break. I cracked the screen. I never have a phone. I never update. But I get this iPad and, you know, I'm on here now. And so he was talking to me. And he posted on his story, you know, like, oh, thank you for checking on me. You know, all these people checking on him, right? And um, he was like, I don't know. I think I was just tripping because now I'm fine. I can taste my food. I can smell food. You know, I can, I can smell all this stuff. Uh, he's like, maybe I need to go take another test and make sure. Like, maybe something was wrong with it. But you want to know what I think? guys i think his immune system was the kickboxer you know what they say i don't think he was tripping and i also think his mind is that powerful so then it was like oh all the symptoms was was extra extra you know all of a sudden boom everything oh uh, yeah my throat's sore i feel like this da, 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 da. and then the next morning gone because i think his immune system did its job so, with that said, <laughs> all of that said, we do not need to be afraid of this. Only be afraid if you know you're not taking care of your body. But guess what? You can switch that shit up and you can start now. Okay, I'm in the car. I gotta go get my kids. It took me all day to make this episode because I kept on getting distracted. Anyway, this is probably gonna be the last segment of this episode. But, um, you know, in my house, we get, I'm pretty sure we have spirits in our house or something, okay? And they don't really bother me. And, you know, honestly, I'm not worried about these damn things. But you know my sister, she's worried about these things all the damn time. She's trying to make fucking jar protection jars and all this kind of stuff. And um, they always bother her. <laughs> well, she wakes up a lot and she gets sleep whatever like where you cannot move, you cannot breathe, feel like something sitting on your chest kind of stuff. Um, she always has all these things happening, you know, knocking shit falling off shelves in her bedroom or whatever and that bedroom used to be Layla's bedroom before and Layla never had no problems in that room ever um now she's in the room next to my sister which used to be my sister's room at one time but anyway whatever so yeah she's always afraid to go to sleep 
you know, she'll tell me, I see, I seen a figure, you know, standing or whatever, you know, by my door, just staring at me. I seen something by the window. I seen something by the back door and I was laying my dog out. Like, you know, I was kind of shit, right? And me, I don't give a fuck. I mean, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying, like, don't give a fuck about this thing, but it's just like, it's not like, my central focus you know what I'm saying like I get it it's there but it's like I'm, I'm fucking living life like I'm fucking busy <laughs> like you know what I mean I got shit to do so like I'm not always worried you know so my sister always worried like oh come with me please or you know like turn whatever leave the lights on for me I will come home late tonight or what you know just stuff like that right because she always scared so to me when you're always afraid of something that's law of attraction kind of stuff right so it's like you are attracting it even more because it's constantly on your mind you know and right now what's on my mind constantly is like I want to be the healthiest version of myself that I can be and I want to lose weight and so guess what bitch that's what's happening for me and that's what I'm doing consistently it doesn't have to be 100% at a time but majority of my efforts and my energies and my thoughts are going towards that and that's what the result is so when all of her effort is about being fearful of this thing of course it's gonna keep coming for her like to me it's like of course and I've told her time after time like stop fucking worrying about this thing and you know my daughter when she first moved here weird stuff was happening to her and then I told her the same shit I was like don't worry about it ignore it you know like that's the only way I could tell her to explain to to her is like just ignore it okay but I'm not saying to ignore this threat okay and act like it don't exist because it fucking clearly does like it's it's a little bit of a different situation but that was the way that I explained it to my daughter so that she could understand what I'm talking about she is also very fearful of this threat that's happening right um you can go and spiritual of you cow you know you know what parents are fucking dumb sometimes okay when they pick it up or drop it off their damn kids I still be here telling her that she can go cut in front of me she's down the side of the road and she don't fucking go like oh my god bitch anyway sorry <laughs> real life kind things <laughs> where's my kids okay here they are so anyways um but what I had to tell her about this threat is because, you know, she was the type where she was like, oh, my God, this person came in and they didn't want to be wearing a mask. And I had to ask them the din -din -din -din. and it's like, you know what, Layla, like people have choices. OK, so if they decide that they that doesn't resonate for them, you cannot control them anymore. Like, you know, what I mean? or at, I guess at one point, you know, it's like in a sense could control it because it was the mandate right and so um it was like you could ask the people to do it and then they would put their decline on but i was telling her like you have to stop trying to control people and what they do and their choices and just like kind of kind of just like let them sorry i was letting these kids cross letting them um make their own decisions you know and she's like yeah well you know what about me and all this kind of stuff and i'm like bro if you're really worried then go get the hokey pokey okay you fucker 
Like, if that's going to give you peace of mind, like, shut the fuck up about it already. I'm sick of hearing about this shit already. <laughs> like, for, for real. Like, go get your fucking pokey and then stop worrying and then wear your fucking mask and, and stop worrying about what everybody else around you is or isn't doing, okay? Because at the end of the day, if you get it, your Mata is a fucking witch and you'll, you'll be healed, I promise. Like, <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> I really said that to her. Even to my kids, right? Didn't they tell you that kind of shit? Like, don't be afraid of the kind, right? And I'm a witch, so I'll make you a fucking concoction. We drank up this morning, right? Yeah. So here's the thing, guys. You know, and I had to tell her, you cannot be afraid because the way you're reacting is showing that you are afraid and i didn't raise no bitch ass scared ass motherfucking children i really didn't kingston is super super shy you know and i'm always telling him just like you know it's the fake it till you make it thing right so i'm like act like you're confident just act like it because you know what happens you start believing in it so even if you are super fearful right now, just act like you're not. Act like you're not afraid, okay? That's how it starts. Baby steps. Oh, shit. Okay. And then even like animals and stuff, right? You ever hear like, don't show them your fear. They can sense your fear. And then it's like your, oh, thank you. Your dinner, right? You're, you're the prey. Cause you're afraid so they're gonna they're gonna keep right they're gonna keep coming for you same thing if you're gonna live in fear then you're gonna attract that thing you're afraid of because it's like this thing that you're constantly like thinking about in your mind so anyway i hope that all made sense it's hard that ended abruptly because my my daughter called but um, I wanted to end the episode with an exercise, I guess, that you can do that releases fear from your body. And what you're going to do is you're going to sit on the ground, maybe crisscross applesauce if can, if you're flexible enough. And you're going to put your hands over the top part of your head, like straight up. So just put your arms up. And you're gonna sway like sway them side to side or something. Yeah, I think that's how you would explain it. Um, so move them side to side. Honestly, just like shake them, you know, above your head. And then you're gonna laugh really loud, like almost like you're over exaggerating the laugh. And you can do that for a minute. You can build up to you know whatever two minutes, um, eleven minutes, five minutes, whatever. It's going to feel crazy, but that's called the laughing monkey. And it's a it's a form of like yoga, I guess that you can do it. It moves a lot of stuck energy and I mean you can't help but not be fearful when you're doing something like that. And so yeah, that's a that's a real practice that we do in um kundalini yoga if you enjoyed this episode share with your mother your father your auntie your brother your sister your uncle your neighbor and all your holoha on facebook instagram snapchat tiktok twitter and kanakabudikal.com